0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Terrace House Tokyo podcast. My name is Stu. I'm an English guy that lives in Tokyo,
1: and I'm Masumi. I'm a Japanese British-born girl living in Hong Kong.
0: So, Masumi, shall we? Shall we talk about it?
1: What is it?
0: Talk about what happened.
1: Wow. Are we talking about when we got hacked? No, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so much happened yesterday yeah. so i don't know what you're talking about exactly
0: i was talking about the uh the nazis the oh god the hardcore pornography the the swastikas the, the abuse
1: it was awful i had no i and then uh, uh yeah after it happened i actually read about it and i was like oh there was an article about it that same day no idea um yeah, I think I'm still traumatised, actually. No, I'm fine. I've, no, 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 I lie. I've finally gotten over it.
0: Yeah, so just to fill you guys in, yesterday we had the first uh, watch-along that we um watching episode 38 together with everyone around the world uh, via Netflix party and then also had a Zoom uh, just chat afterwards and it all was amazing. So thank you so much for getting involved. Like We both had an absolute blast. But there was a slight technical hitch and a bit of a surprise at one point when I logged on to the Zoom meeting that Masumi had kindly set up for it only to be filled with <laughs> <laughs> explicit scenes and abuse getting directed at uh, Sean or like, yeah, one of our buddies. So, um, yeah, it was a no, bit of a No, it was surprise, everyone. It but... was
1: Sean. And then it was like me. I think someone, I think it just, worked, it was loads of, it was, it, then it got to the point it was just inaudible. I, I managed to get the control off to share the screen, but then it just became, yeah.
0: It was a lot of fun. So basically, thanks for getting involved. Even the, even the hackers, which uh, gave Masumi a new, if traumatic, experience to understand what getting Zoom bombed means. But um, the chat was so good. Like we covered Nazis, shitting when on your juice diet, depression, filming porn in the house, the subtext of daily chores and the possibility of using lip balm as vaginal lubricant (laughs) we we literally you know you thought you were getting involved in a terrace house podcast but actually we are covering the big topics that are you know everyone's thinking about we left no stone unturned and uh thanks for getting involved everyone who um you know was a part of that so we appreciate it
1: oh yeah you know like I enjoyed both, but I think I really enjoyed the Netflix party the most. At first, I thought it was really quite, I thought it could be quite distracting. You know what I mean? Like, it must be, at least I've got the Japanese um, language down, not down, but, um, you know, but people were just getting on it. It was so funny. So good. I really enjoyed it. I almost wanted. It look. was
0: really distracting. Like I was just watching the, the chat and we must have missed about half the episode. But how good was it? Everyone's fucking though? hilarious.
1: So funny. Yeah. Oh everyone's my God. got good
0: chat. We need to get everyone on the show just because yeah, everyone's much funnier than us. So we need to uh, utilize that.
1: I'm not going to say that everyone's much funnier than us. I made so many <laughs> puns on that chat. Sean was <laughs> keeping record. Talk about yourself and not yeah. me. Not me, Stu. I'm known as the funny one.
0: What? No, not
1: really. No, it's all right. You can, it's all right. You can be known as a good looking one. It's fine.
0: Sure, Sean in itself, the fact that he was keeping track of all the puns was hilarious. So, you know, different jokes to be made.
1: Yeah. And Sean gave us a new friend of the show as well. Chris. Mm.
0: Yeah. Who
1: gave Everyone us lots. Involved. He gave us lots of insight as well, actually, into why that costume um, was so important.
0: Yeah, 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 that was really good. Every, everyone had a good shout. We, oh, we're definitely so going to do good. it again. Uh, yeah,
1: definitely want to do that again. Um, but enough about, it, uh, you know, because some people are probably listening and they're getting FOMO because they couldn't, they couldn't sign in. So, um, wow, what are we going to talk about? No,
0: guys, we'll do another one. Well, it, I think, just to say, that experience was the perfect antidote to what was quite a tough watch. And I think we had, an, it, was a good, it, was a good, it was a good episode to do it because it took the edge off the case of the costume incident uh, which is a shit name but um, yeah, it was it was a traumatic experience in itself. So essentially the episode was based around one thing which was kind of Kai on trial and just how the different characters went about playing into that. I mean I think we can just focus on that one scene really because sure there was a bit of chat from the girls um, judging Kai on not spending or not being appreciative of Shacho helping, helping out. Yeah, we saw a bit of Kai's comedy and Yes, Vivi confronted Kai at one point. I think the whole show was basically one scene, which was that one in the kitchen where we had all the characters um, playing along and, you know, obviously some taking more of a role than others. Well, so essentially by, it was... by
1: some taking more role than others, you just mean Vivi because she, she was the only one. <laughs> what? She, it's what? almost think... like she orchestrated that. She created the perfect storm by, like, dropping perfect like questions, you know, I, I wrote this, but it was like, you know how they always talk about no script at all, but Vivi just felt so scripted. It's like she just knew the perfect thing to say to get Hannah riled up.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good point. I think Cub raised this in the chat afterwards that um, it, it, some of her stuff did feel quite scripted. And yeah, if we, if we start with Vivi out of all the guys then, she did do a good job to set it up and almost it was seeming like she was doing a great job of putting herself as almost lead negotiator and the person that was going to resolve the situation. But when it wasn't really going her way and she was getting shut up, um, which is understandably from Hannah who was kind of in a bad mood and didn't really need someone being like, come on man, let's just chill out. Um, is yeah, she suddenly like backfired on her and she went off crying. So, um, I think generally the the, the, It felt like people were a bit annoyed at Vivi and it didn't really play out too well for her in terms of a PR exercise.
1: Yeah, and surprisingly, um, this, I think this, I mean, there might be another, there might be another um, episode, right? Where, and that is the one where Kai talks about him fucking up. Like, (laughs) do you think it's safe to say that this is what he's talking about when Kai had said that he fucked up majorly in the house? Or do you think there's another thing coming?
0: I think this is the fuck up, yeah.
1: Because surprisingly, um, yes, he didn't look that great maybe in the last episode, you know. But I think due to this episode and how uh, much Hannah was attacking him and also Vivi, I think it worked in his favour where a lot... I certainly felt sorry for him. And the friends that actually uh, joined in, in the chat as well, seemed very defensive over Kai too. So he actually, in our eyes, didn't come across as being the bad guy at all.
0: Yeah, I think there's a difference between acting badly and being the bad guy. Like, I think he hasn't perhaps behaved as he should and should have spoken up a bit more. And, you know, if he was forgetful about that situation, maybe he could have tried to just explain where his head's at a bit more. Um, But yeah, I mean, certainly it felt like he needed a bit of support or help when Hannah was just pissed off. But I think it's fair enough. She wanted to rage as well. Like she definitely needed to blow off a bit of steam about the whole situation as well. Um, But I think, I think so, but I think you're absolutely right. Just having a quick chat with everyone seems like Kai's come off as quiet, but people feel sorry for him being in that situation. And I'm getting a lot of messages or people just saying to me like, whoa, Hannah's really gone down in my books. Like, she was mad, and I think fair enough, but do you think she was justified in the way she approached that situation?
1: I think, personally speaking, right, given also the context that Chris had given and, and people like Sean had given, that the costume is, you know, takes a lot of hard work to get that. It's a, one form of ide- her identity, right? And yeah. I think the icing on the cake, had it not been Kai she would have reacted a little bit differently but given what just happened in Kyoto as well and that kind of resentment it's i can see exactly how she reacted that way i can see it and and you know she was really trying not to react that way you could see that when she came in she was just going to come in and just be calm or whatever and then it just more and more got to that point of frustration because it is, I think, Vivi, when she was like, what's wrong? Are you OK? Oh, is this about the costume? It, you know, it's like someone telling you to chill out or calm down when you're trying to calm down and chill out is the worst thing you can say, right, to someone.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think
1: Vivi just did that. She, I think it was justified the way Hannah reacted Um, in terms of her having to blow up but I think that the way she spoke to him and the things that she said to him were a bit harsh and also the hitting of the hat was totally OTT.
0: Yeah I agree I think everyone kind of felt that was a bit unnecessary and I I think you've hit the nail on the head there in terms of she's probably upset about the costume, but I think there's a certain amount of her that's maybe upset with the situation or upset with Kai and, you know, embarrassed that she's sort of not declared her love for him, but said she's interested in him, had an expectation of who he might be, and then he's turned out to be someone very different in her eyes. And so it's almost a frustration at yourself being like, oh, I thought this was going on and I subscribe to this idea and then it's a completely just outcome of what you thought was going to happen so um yeah I think it's like lots of emotions over lots of different things being being combined but um yeah so in terms of like how Kai reacted like you're you're saying as you mentioned people were feeling sorry for him like he was he was essentially quite quiet said one phrase like sorry seriously I'm sorry a few times but what else could he have done? How, how um, would you have handled that situation?
1: Well, First of all, I feel Kai, he he did handle that terribly. And yes, of course, um, I think the biggest problem is the housemates haven't really grasped in the same way that the viewers. The viewers can tell that Kai is suffering from depression in a way, right? And Vivi even touched upon it when... She said something like, when she first spoke to him, uh, when it was just the two of them at the beginning, she said something like, I know that you're going through a lot of things in your head. Right. So she kind of said, I understand that you're going through something. You might be depressed. She didn't say that exact words, but it was, it's quite c- clear that um, people know that there's something up with Kai, right? Mm. But it's almost been, um, it's not really being addressed and i think that's just in the way that and i don't want to say oh it's just japanese society because i know that mental illness mental health issues is definitely still uh not talked about as much as it should be but in japan it's almost it's almost considered to be like oh yeah this person's depressed it's, that's almost considered to be like a bit of a norm but no one talks about it right
0: yeah Certainly, like um, just ideas of well-being and like how depression's treated is is very different from the West. And I think just it's changed so much over the last twenty or even thirty years, as it has in the West. But it's still really far far behind. Like I, I remember I was doing some wellness work a few years ago about um, just understanding how how depression is viewed in Japan and the, even the sort of word or like it was um, a, an advert. In, uh, it was a Prozac advert that came. Um, in at the end of the 90s, which obviously coincides very nicely with the, the bursting of the bubble. And it was this idea of uh, kokoro no kaze, like a, a cold of the soul. It wasn't like treated as a serious thing. It's just something that needed like a little bit of like, you know, almost like a, 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 a flu tablet or something just to sort it out. Mm. And still that pervades like um, just levels of um, counselling or what levels of counselling available to Japanese people as well. It's, it's really, really low when you compare it to other... OECD countries and so I think even if it's aware of what's going on it's probably not treated in the same way or level of seriousness as like it would be if it was a different disorder or say depression or bipolar in the west as well
1: yeah absolutely and you know the thing is Kai could have there's no doubt in my mind that he could have tried harder okay he could have tried even when he said sorry it was only at the very end when he said hontoni gomen nasai like but at the very beginning he was just gomen which i know he's a guy so yeah guys can talk that way but gomen is pretty much someone saying soz like it to, to me if someone had pissed me off to that degree and they were it, i was justified in being upset and this person just said gomen it's basically a soz, isn't it? Hmm. That, that would have been really annoying. And when you say, what else could he have done? Yeah, people would talk about like, oh, the money, but Kai doesn't have any money. So the idea that he would have to fork out a thousand, I mean, to be honest, the responsibility is shared. She shouldn't have left something so precious in the washing machine. She shouldn't have done. She should have maybe dry cleaned it, you know? And and there was a people that made a good point, like Judy, for example, was just, yeah, like why didn't she hand wash it or why has she left that in there? And it is possible that when you are, I don't know how many items that um, Hannah had been putting in, but it is possible, right? When you put in only like one or two items that the washing machine kind of sticks to the sides yeah so it's we don't know the logistics of it right so some people could be like oh my god how is he such an idiot that he didn't even look in the washing machine and see that there was clothes in there but we don't know what the washing machine looked like it could have been very it could have been a very big washing machine really dark it's not clear right it's halved and there's no way Kai did that on purpose. I think that's the most important thing here, that he didn't intend to do that and he could have certainly handled it better. But um, yeah, it was, I don't know what else he could have done, uh, but for sure he could have been more apologetic. And, and um, but I think he was in shock to be honest. Uh, and God, what, what, whose advice would you have taken? if you were Kai, the one of Yume or Shion?
0: I think, yeah, so his sorry didn't feel genuine and, and definitely needs to go to speak to Hannah one-on-one on one. and even if it's just to sort of hear what she has to say and properly le- listen, can, I, can we just talk about this? I need to just understand what's happened. And um, because yeah, it's, it's bigger than this incident, right? But I think he does also yeah, need to listen to Xion and make a bit more of an effort generally because a few things that have obviously been annoying him and perhaps some of the other housemates in terms of him maybe not pulling his weight in chores, those have been let to slide. But when it comes to something big, they've come up as just sort of extra um, bits of ammunition for this argument. So I think he, he's not in a position where he's got the sort of... Um, uh, he's able to just just let those let those things slide for now. I think he just like needs to make a proper apology to Hannah and also a bigger effort generally in the house um and even if it 's like he 's in a bad place right now it 's going to be difficult, but he needs to sort of help help himself out by communicating where he 's at right now and and not hiding away from it yeah because the other the other option is him just as the, as the host mentioned is just to leave and Obviously, that's not a great way to to leave things. So um, we'd have to see.
1: I think the biggest shame for me of this episode, really, is um, that I felt we were all a bit mortified. We were actually a bit mortified. We were all mortified with the way Chacho had behaved in the last episode, right? And almost what has happened now with Costume Gate has kind of overshadowed completely what was potentially the real injustice of the whole of this season so far right we had this uproar of oh my god i can't believe that he doesn't even respect people's boundaries it's so creepy oh no we've given this episode which is so explosive and what now we're focusing on a costume and we're focusing on kai and i think that's just the biggest shame that I'm not I'm not saying oh god I want to be on a witch hunt not at all like we don't you know we want all the housemates to be good right but it kind of yeah. it t- completely took focus away from the real scandal
0: Yeah I think you're right and that's one of the things that people have you know always extreme opinions rise to the surface in the internet but certainly Reddit just blew up with um, just people being really offended, and we even had a, a stack of messages in terms of um, just how upset people were just by generally watching it and couldn't believe that his, like, Chacho's behavior could be tolerated or even joked about. And yeah, it was pretty strong. I mean, one of the things that I was quite struck by is that uh, I don't know, maybe about 10 or, or 20 or so episodes, I remember you and I were talking about Terrace House as a. ...as a vehicle of government propaganda leading up to the Olympics... ...and this idea that it's there to promote uh, Japan in the same way the Olympics are... ...put it on a global stage and show what Japan is capable of. And in some ways it has, you know, showed great sides of Japan... ...and, you know, it's always nice when they go to temples... ...or, you know, see the sort of bright lights of Shibuya or anything like that... Um, but uh, yeah, recently we've been exposed to some of the not so nice elements of Japan that you and I have to experience every day alongside alongside with all the fantastic things that, you know, it's, it's, it's an absolute joy to live here. But things like um, gender inequality, like working styles, you know, treatment of mental health, like, you know, like any country, Japan has lots of uh, gaps and, and dark sides too. And recently we've been exposed to quite a few of them. I'm just wondering what the impact of that in terms of making sure they're talking points or things people consider um, and whether how much you know how much sort of like you know a positive impact that's going to have in terms of making people more aware thinking about what they could be doing or you know how they could improve things as well so right now it doesn't feel like that sort of like happy government propaganda machine that we were sort of joking about it could come in the lead up to the Olympics but Um, Yeah, quite the opposite, almost.
1: Yeah, and I think one thing is... um, I know some people were... A lot of people were horrified, but I think the hosts... They're not really getting it, are they? Like, this episode, they made the joke about... um, Chacho being the perv, like, you know, going into the washing machine and smelling the pants, right? Mm. But it it was... There was no hint of seriousness in it they completely see his behavior as hilarious and a joke right they don't actually see it as something scary
0: mm. I think yeah I was I was chatting to uh, my friend Marina who is a new listener to the show so hey Marina hey. Um, and she was saying that yeah they 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 haven't acknowledged it in the way and if we think about how the hosts operate as kind of two things one of which is like to put the audience's opinions within the show and also is to act as the moral compass so a lot of the times they'll be like this is right this is wrong this is how it this is the but good person this is the bad person and you're right they haven't picked up at all in terms of being like this is not acceptable behavior it's been talked about in a jokey sense but not in a serious sense it's so it jokey like-
1: it's like with Rio, rode, Rio got a grilling, didn't he? He got mm. a grilling for not touching Vivi or not yeah. being forward with Vivi. But yeah. then this time around, it's like, oh, he probably got an erection by getting uh, the train tickets. It's like, do you know how creepy it would be if I was sitting next to a guy that had an erection while I was sat there? Or like stuff like this. It's like that. It's so, it's just t- such a contradiction.
0: Yeah, I think it's difficult it's like obviously we've been we've been joking about it as well but hopefully trying to I don't know it's difficult you're trying to balance like actually calling out what people are, are talking about but at the same time you know we're watching characters semi-fictional characters that are on a on a on a TV show so there certainly are it's a it's a show that's designed to sort of give us a bit of drama and and in, uh, elicit these emotions but you'd hope there'd be an extra moral line within that group of people which is at least calling out for what it is rather than um, uh, tolerating it because I guess the the point is that if it's shown and not called out for what it is then it just normalizes it further rather than actually like building a a conversation which is confronting it.
1: Well maybe it is normal for them if you think about even like that, let's not forget the Harvey Weinstein cases. Maybe for that, in that kind of showbiz environment, it is so normal. The yeah, if, that's what I'm yeah. saying.
0: If you, if you don't confront it, it is normalising it further, right? It's even worse than it being, if it's, if it's taking place and no one's talking about it, then it's happening behind the scenes. But if it's happening overtly and people aren't calling it out for what it is, it's almost even worse, right?
1: It is even worse, yeah. But I think maybe the point is maybe they think it's so normal, they don't even realise that it's bad.
0: So overall, I think we've mentioned it very briefly, but this is what came out of the chat when we were speaking to the other guys last night, is that almost by default, Shion has come out as the, the winner, if, if he can be called that, of the episode, because he you know, had a few nice gestures, wasn't too pushy in his compliments, but <laughs> offered a bit of advice up to, to Kai. Picked up a bottle yeah what was it have. that was
1: how many people said that they said yeah but like, i choose uh it was either i choose shion book out of the um through elimination process of elimination or yeah i liked it because he picked up the hat and he picked up the bottle yeah that was nice like <laughs> or he got chosen just because he contributed the least drama to the whole yeah. situation so yeah um there's still a lot there's still a lot to be shown with shion to be honest
0: for sure. And we've had two quite stressful episodes, so I'm hoping next week we have a slight palate cleanser with Vivi and Shion going on a nice day. You know, it could just be in real time, just them just walking around some, some parks, then going to the museum. That's all we need. We just need some slow TV. We need some, some calming influence. Everyone just needs to chill.
1: Yeah, and then they come back to the house and they realise that the house is burnt down.
0: Because yeah. Hannah started a it's fire. It's blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like Hannah's mouth is covered in blood. It's like Hannah, where's Kai? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. Well, do you wanna? Hey, hey, have you still got the poll of who came up trump Yeah, I who... do.
1: But now we're talking about Kai. I wanted to also just say something really uh, quickly was yeah. about Kai's comedy. So Kai was obviously, he was at Gamma again, and uh, the host who was introducing was um, someone that I also know from Tokyo called John Sabai, really, really, really hilariously funny guy. Uh, he was on that show, and obviously that cut was terrible. Um, but what I got told was people who were there in the show, they said that actually that was edited so badly to make Kai look awful, but there was like a good two minutes of good comedy but it was fudged up and cut in a way that it just looked like he had completely flopped. Yeah. So I think... Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's unfair. I don't... I don't... I don't think anyone has, a, like, a vendetta against Kai. Not at all, but... I certainly think that Kai isn't the show's favourite. You know, there are sometimes people are portrayed in in much better ways right like you know okay example is Saina she was pretty I don't want to say she was a shitty person but it's not like she was like an <laughs> angel with a halo right she was just a yeah. normal human being in a bit of a shit show like shit show compared to Terry's house but I think the producers always showed her in a like a really light-hearted positive good-looking attractive kind of way right she was never edited to be this horrendous person you know yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, she just completely. even,
1: even if, yeah even if even when she did that Shohei thing and then she sidelined to Noah, that wasn't ever cut or edited in a way where it looked really bad. you know it could have been way worse um, but I think that the producers just don't like i just don't think they like Kai because they keep the, they, they keep even the shots of his art right let's just say um I know the art that we recently saw, which we had the postcards for, that was good art, right? But the very first piece of art was, you know, the bit where I said it looked like a piece of Pocky and it was just some, it was just cr- weird, right? Mm. Even that angle as well, I felt like it was angled in a, in, in a way of ridicule.
0: We've spoken before about the show's obsession with, like, moss and, like, doing your best and, and, and persevering and taking the sort of official route in relationships or through, um, you know, achieving your goals in, in work and obviously you have people who slightly deviate from that like Shohei, which is uh, it was an interesting case because obviously he just left and, um, you know, left on his own terms but traditionally if you don't do that you get a bad, a bad rap from the production team and generally aren't given the, shown in the best light um so it's almost like a callback to that, but I think you're you're absolutely right like it seems that he hasn't had the most favorable editing and if you think in particular, I think it's ironic that his his stand up comedy he has very good stage presence, but maybe not the punch lines. And, his, and in, in in having good stage presence, he's very well set up to use sort of like endurance comedy. You know, when you create a joke out of awkwardness, mm. like you allow the crowd to feel awkward and almost as if you've made a mistake and you just play with them in that way. And that obviously takes a lot of skill and he probably isn't quite there yet, but it's ironic that his comedy can use awkwardness to, to, to build the joke. But what they did instead for a very awkward episode was just to take those awkward moments and chop them up rather than the payoffs. So um, it's almost just like they were using his skill, which he actually has for comedy timing, um, against him uh, just to sort of make him seem a bit weird and highlight those ideas where he's pretending to be depressed, which, which, which Vinay mentioned to us previously. Um, and just using them within an overall story of him being depressed. So it's almost like they used his art to be to sort of mirror his downfall. But um, yeah, I think it definitely like that felt very yeah. chopped up, even without knowing that. But I think you're, you're, you're right like, with um, with Ben's insight
1: with with the way that um, yeah. So Ben is the guy. Uh, his name's B J Fox, and yeah, he has a show on N H K. You should check it out. It's called Home Sweet Tokyo. Uh, so even when the episode before when Kai had quite had made quite a big point to say look I really want to focus on my comedy and you know I really want to take it seriously right It by showing that which to be all fair they don't show Vivi's modelling all the time they don't show Shion's modelling they don't show Yume at work they don't show Shacho at work really do they but at that, point, it was. I think it was pretty kind of unnecessary to have to show his comedy. The comedy just came out of nowhere, didn't it? And it, it, mm. it was almost a bit like uh, it, it. It was ridiculing him in a way of, oh wow, um, he's talking about how he wants to be successful and he really wants to try hard. Oh wait, let's just put a scene in of him being a shit show. It's good TV, fine, but I think it is a bit unfair. It's just. Let's. Think about it. That if he really was depressed, which he—I mean, I'm not saying he—if he really was depressed, I'm saying let's just say he's depressed, and he has to live with that, and it's on tape. I would have expected Terrace House to be more neutral. I always thought Terrace House was quite a neutral platform. You just show people it, the way that they are, right? Um, mm. By the way, that if someone's being really aggressive. Then, yeah, you just show them as that place. But I, I don't know. I feel like the Kai's, they have a response. Do they have a responsibility? Do you think Terrace has a responsibility to do more for, for Kai and also for Chacho um, editing out scenes that people would find traumatic?
0: I think first and foremost, it's an entertainment show, right? and obviously it is a like any piece of media it's a mirror and it, it's something that will, will hold itself up to culture like how much of it it wants to represent as, as truthfully as possible if that's actually possible at all um is up to them so you know that's that's i mean I we joke about going on terrace house but would I actually take part in a reality tv show i don't know because you're literally giving up your identity to Um, someone else in an editing room to frame you in a particular way and hopefully you know both of us aren't awful people but that doesn't matter when you're put in a situation whether it's you in the big brother house or you on the bachelor or whatever you might get put in scenarios or um, act in a particular way which which can be represented or misrepresented to someone that doesn't know you on the other side of the world so it's quite difficult, I think obviously, when you go into one of these shows, you do give up your rights in some way, not entirely, but a certain amount, because you don't have the you don't have the ability to frame your stories in the same way that you would do if you were walking into a bar and just being like, "Hey, my name's Masumi," you know, this is who I am," and allowing you know, having a bit more control about introducing yourself um, in terms of them having more responsibility to deal with the topics within the show, I think there is um, the, the, the opportunity for them to make a positive impact and perhaps deal with some of those um, issues. Like, they have control to, to shape the story as much as they want. Is there going to be a case where, you know, Shacho gets his comeuppance and is, you know, somehow, I don't know, his business fails or something like that just so that they can show that perhaps if you are a shitty person, morally, you're going to end up in a bad way. I mean, we've been taught these messages through Hollywood uh, storylines since we've been kids, basically, but it doesn't always work out like that. Um, and I think, yeah, it's, it's difficult for them, to, for, for them to be like, OK, you've got to, you know, give us a moral um, story when they're supposedly dealing with the truth. But, um, yeah, I think, I think it's a tricky one. I think perhaps they, the way that they can highlight it more is use the hosts a bit more effectively to, to challenge it. I mean, if you think about things like Big Brother, when it's had people talking about difficult topics, um, I know particularly on Channel 4 when it was in the UK, like they'd have a helpline at the end and just say, if you've been affected by any of the issues within this show, you can call this eating disorder helpline or this depression helpline. And so people can actually get um, access Mm. to support services that would help them out. Maybe that's an option. But I think going beyond that, it doesn't feel like it's, you know, their remit.
1: I just hope that they're looking after... I, I hope that there would be a case where Kai comes off the show and then the producers would be like, hey, um, we've noticed that you're depressed or if you don't have any money, like, is there something we can help you with or something like that, you know? We don't know, but it would be nice if they did an aftercare. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they do. I don't know. Um. But yeah, I think... Sorry, I know that you wanted to go in the the dicks and picks poll but I just wanted to talk a little bit more about Kai
0: no I think it's a good point and just just on a quick side note like this is a um not very serious podcast that <laughs> Sumi uh, and I do and you know you guys get involved which is fantastic but um obviously we both have friends that uh deal with um uh, or like yeah, the, um, yeah, deal with mental health issues and uh, have experience with depression and bipolar and that sort of thing. And hopefully, we're like not treating this in a, in a way that um, is offensive to anyone because we've both you know had have quite close experience with these things. So and also, um,
1: I wouldn't say that you know in a, any given time, you and I, we've been mentally unhealthy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's, we have.
1: It's no, yeah, it's not. Um... Yeah, for sure. And I I don't think that I don't 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 think we are talking lightly about
0: Kai's situation. No, that that wasn't my main point. Actually, I just wanted to say that um, wherever you are, um, without getting too heavy right now, there are fantastic services available to everyone. So if you are like having a shit time or like recognise this with you or any of your friends, like just Google it. Like there's loads of really good organisations. Uh, definitely in Tokyo definitely wherever you guys are listening so um yeah just reach out and I'm sure like it's like it can take quite a big step to to get get help or like to initially sort of make that um first point of contact but it is can make a massive difference and I've seen that firsthand from from friends as well so um please uh even if this show like helps uh you know one person do that then you know that'd be fantastic
1: oh Stu well done
0: <laughs> no seriously seriously um but yeah like Masumi says like we're certainly not uh aiming to make light of it and hopefully we're not either
1: it feels oh. a bit weird to, it feels a bit weird now to go yeah. dicks and pics like <laughs> 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 um uh. yeah but it has to be done uh, we are at the end um okay so let's start with you so you. You know, like, Shion was high scoring as the overall pick of the show. And Shion, Shion was my pick as well. Who did you pick?
0: Um, I think Shion. I think Shion.
1: Yeah, we did. I think that's the case. And then for Dix, I chose Vivi. And who did you choose, Stu? You chose Shacho, didn't Chacho. you? Shacho. Yeah. Yeah. And what was surprising uh, was that uh, Kai only got one vote as the dick, but Hannah and Vivi together both got five each. So even though they were or could be seen as the victims of, of, of you know, Hannah actually got chosen as the dick. I was quite surprised by that, to be honest. But in a good way. Surprised in a good way. But, um, yeah. What- I think, yeah,
0: overall, Vivi seemed to be the biggest talking point in in people feeling a bit negative around her and, and frustrated by her butting in in a situation that it felt like she wasn't wanted. And then, as just an unlying thing, I think people were quite surprised at Hannah's behaviour. Like, in she was right to be upset, but maybe the way that she dealt with it wasn't fair either. So... Um, yeah I think people were quite surprised overall I
1: think the reason the surprise is I think I said this last week but Hannah came across as the whole oh I'm so cute giggly like cutesy cutesy you know but when you see her like that you're like okay there's like another side to her she's no she's not as cute innocent as and vulnerable as she made out I'm not saying that she can be two personality types of course but they're very contrasting,
0: aren't they? yeah, and i think yeah it was it was kind of it was i mean it was a scary show, but like that was that was a really scary moment going going back to the idea of if if there's support for someone like Kai leaving the house like I wonder if you know in in Big brother they used to have security, but do they <laughs> have that there like what happens if stuff goes down like there's definitely two security guards parked outside the house most of the time, but um
1: yes these shoes shoes just tried to run past one the first time
0: (laughs) they couldn't catch me um but yeah overall another tough watch and seeing some quite different behavior from characters we would have expected you know from you know three weeks back anything like that so uh Another tough one, but yeah, what's going to happen next week?
1: No idea, but I actually have a question that I'm dying to ask now. um I just thought of it, so let's say it was um Hannah and you know Kai they're arguing who would you have wanted from previous seasons? Who would you have wanted in that time and place right now? I just kept, I just thought for a second, I was like, oh, where was topass in all of this <laughs>
0: T-Pain, yeah.
1: Yeah, because he... <laughs> he... would have been brilliant. I felt like I could have got rid of Shion and put Topaz in there, and Topaz would have been, like... I think he would have proved been pretty good.
0: Do you mean what... As in, in, in the place of one of the people arguing, or there just to sort of mediate?
1: Just there is to mediate. I think he would have been great. I think Shohei would have been great.
0: Which one? Shohei from this season?
1: Oh, not Shohei from the Carrizo one. He would have been crying as well. He would have been crying along with (laughs) Vivi. He would have made a little
0: tune on his piano, yeah. Exactly.
1: Um, No, uh, uh, Shohei from this one.
0: Yeah, he might have... I think he would have done a similar thing to Vivi, though, and just be like, come on, guys, this is chill out.
1: Oh, yeah, he would have actually. He would have been like, who gives a fuck anyway about a costume? Just get naked, get your balls out. Could have been like that.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Oh. Um,
0: yeah, I would have liked maybe just someone to spice it up a little bit more. Maybe Haruka or something like that. Someone who would have got equally annoyed just to, oh. to make it a bit spiky. Maybe Risa Kashi. Oh, like, oh,
1: we did say Pepe would have been great.
0: Yeah, exactly. Pepe to make some drinks, chill the, you know, a few, a few Campari sodas. Oh. He would have chilled, chilled the situation right out. Pepe. I'm assuming he's just looking dreamily into the uh into the sky now, thinking about <laughs> He's got a girlfriend mate. You know, he's got a girlfriend. Man.
1: Looks so much like Haruka. But a bit hotter. Yeah. Hotter, I think.
0: Yeah, nice one for locking it in, man. Aww. All right, you got anything else?
1: No, do you have anything else?
0: No. I'm just glad we uh we got that one out of the way. Um yeah. It was... Yeah.
1: It is a good point, though. We're on episode 39 soon. And, uh, I mean, now the Olympics aren't going to happen. Like, very interesting.
0: Fucking hell. Me and you might be doing this podcast for another... Fucking... When's it happening? July next year? Yeah, 2021.
1: I don't think it's going to keep continuing, but they'll probably... How, how are they going to do it again? How are they going to just go, oh, now it's Terrace House and it's the Olympics version 2?
0: <laughs> yeah, just going to have to keep everyone locked up in there. I mean, when coronavirus hits, we'll have to see whether they deal with that as well. Oh, my so God, yeah,
1: that is going to be really interesting.
0: We, we shall have to see, yeah, because they're about two months behind, slightly over, actually, so we'll, we'll see.
1: Well, then they're, well, they're, high. they're going to care about hygiene more than ever. That'll be quite interesting. There'll be no sharing of um, beer bottles, that's for sure.
0: Or lip, lip gloss finger in yeah, the mouth. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's interesting. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I, I hope that it doesn't... Well, yeah. Stay safe <laughs> out safe. there on the streets, Stu.
0: Yeah, for sure. You too. All right. Bye. Well, thanks for listening, guys.
1: Thank you for listening.